Welcome, everybody, to Common Sense Christianity. I'm Ethan Foster, your host, as always. Glad you could join it with us today, this Sunday morning. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you should leave a five-star uh, rating and tell us what you think of the show. Or if you want to do it more personally, email me at commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com. So, as you know, me and uh, Mr. Brother Pastor Jeff Durbin, uh, we we have many uh, strong disagreements, but I would say, in, in terms of my personal opinion, I agree with probably 70 to 80% of what he says and what his ministry puts out, and that the disagreements are, in a very large sense, very minor. Uh, so I will review his ministry in a positive light today. There was an episode that got released a few days ago that I listened to, and I was very, very uh, pleased to hear this uh, very respectful discussion between uh, Mr. Durbin and this uh, young lady that I, I guess texted him on Facebook or something like that. I don't have Facebook, so I don't know how it works. Uh, and it was about being pro-life and all that, and, and it gets into some really good uh, argumentation, which I'm going to get into today to frame the give us some framework for what we're continuing to talk about with the self-defeating statements by atheists. So I'm going to play this clip for you guys uh, really quickly here and have you listen to this, and hopefully it will help convey what I'm about to say. If it will, I'm fine. If you find it, just just go ahead and feel free to say it. But this this question, because it, it comes up a lot, um, I think you have a very keen sense and awareness of justice, um, Lizzie. As a matter of fact, I think that while I think some of the positions you hold are very flawed, I think there's a, a, a very solid foundation of truth within it. Like, for example, you said that you were uh, pro-BLM. Now, yes. I believe that Black Lives Matter, too. Um, but I don't think you have a worldview that comports with that profession. Um, black lives don't matter in atheism um, any more than snails or horses or dogs or rocks or dirt. Um, it's just an, a black life is another um, a random result of evolutionary processes that didn't have it in mind. In my worldview, black lives matter. Um, all so black lives for them. Probably. All black lives. Um, and that would be a point I would, I would, I would really press you on there. I think are you, you, have, are you comparing black people to snails? No, I was saying your worldview does that, not mine. My worldview doesn't do that. Sure it does. Your worldview says that all of us are just random results of evolutionary processes that don't have us in mind. So there's no difference from your worldview as an atheist between a snail and a black man. Now, I think that's deplorable. I think the black man's in the image of God and is highly valuable and very different than snails. But you're an atheist. I am an atheist. Um, Okay, so there's a difference between... A person who was born and something in the womb <laughs> like what's the something in the womb a fetus isn't it the same human that is born it's going to be it can be born but it's the cell it's the scientifically speaking as we want to both hold to science it's the same human yeah. being that was in the womb right yeah so so the difference for you I mean, this has helped me to understand your position a little more so so the difference for you is passing through the vaginal canal makes you valuable. Yes. Okay. You don't get your certificate until then. Okay. When you come out, you're not nine months old. That birth certificate is way more important than I thought it was. So that is what actually gives me value as a human being is a piece of paper that says I'm valuable. 
Of course not. But in the legal eyes. And yeah, I know, I know, right? Once again, I've watched your debates. You argue because um, slavery was legal, so it must be morally okay. Well, that's a good point. I mean, what would you say to that? I mean, there was a point in our history where people said that, I know it looks like a person. It's not a person. It's a black man. I can oppress him. He's not fully he, they, they, they did say that blacks were not fully developed. And by the way, it was the Christian worldview that did away with slavery. And uh, everywhere the Christian worldview goes, we, we stomp out slavery wherever we find it. Um, but ultimately, there was, of course, a perspective that says the black man is um, actually less than. And I think that's wicked and deplorable. And so did the abolitionist Christians who fought against it. Um, but that's what they would say. They would say, you know, it's not really a person or a human. It's a black man. He's not fully developed yet. Or they said it about the Jews. I mean, they called the Jews parasites. Oh, we'll leave it for there. We may play a bit more of it later. I, I, I would say in terms of my personal uh, debate, debating opinion, when we discuss uh, Christianity and slavery, we do have to admit that Christians were also the cause of slavery. Uh, now, the worldview isn't, but it is Christians misappropriating uh, verses in the Bible that caused it. I would say this, that in general, it was a very good discussion, very good analysis. Jeff Durbin really did get around this point. And this shows the bigger issue when it comes to atheism and secularism. If we are to make moral objections, that means that there must be some moral objectified standard that we adhere to. And if there isn't, then it must be just our opinion. I'm trying to get you guys to understand this, especially the atheists out here. If I were to say that killing people is wrong, I would first have to prove why it is wrong. Oh, well, they're valuable. They have life, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, so on and so forth. And those are a bunch of claims. But the claim in and of itself needs a moral justification in and of itself. Now, either there is a moral objective standard that every human adheres to, which would be in the Christian world sense, God, or it is just human and societal uh, opinions. Now, many atheists, would, which actually have the intellectual courage to admit that morality is subjective within secularism, uh, they would say that society makes morality, that morality develops over time. And this view in and of itself makes sense. But whenever they morally objectify the slavery or the, the oppression of African-Americans, Hispanics, and whatever other race in, in the United States or any other various nation, whenever that happens, the, it was morally right at that time, because if society decides morality, then anything in the past by past societies is morally correct. So Hitler was justified in what he did, according to this very argument. Now, they would say, whoa, 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 no, no, of course not. What are you saying? Can atheists not be moral? Not at all. By Christian sense, of course, they can have be morally decent people. In fact, many atheists are probably more morally uh, better than many Christians out there or many religious people. But that is not what we are discussing here. None of us can be truly moral because morality would be an opinion. And opinions are based off of an individualistic sense. I totally messed up us <laughs> pronunciating that word. Uh, but it proves my point here. That the very objections 
that this uh, young lady makes are just her opinion. So in that case, she has more, no morally justifiable standard to adhere to. And that is the issue here. When you have these discussions, we, we use what I call moral convenience. That these philosophical standards apply only when it's convenient. And I'm guilty of this too, and everybody is to some extent or another. Yes, killing is wrong. Unless it's the death penalty for a rapist. I mean, or, or for killing a murderer. Are these morally consistent standards? I'm not saying that they are, aren't, but it's something to think about. And I want to hear your thoughts on it so you can email me or DM me on Instagram at comments of Christianity. Uh, and these are, these are just gen general points to bring up. If we can kill the person inside the womb, then what does that say about what we can do with the people outside of it? It's an interesting question. It brings up some sort of conundrum for us, ladies and gentlemen. And it's something I'm going to leave you guys to think about. Uh, leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Go check out Christian Anarchy today and check out this full uh, discussion between Jeff Durbin and this young lady. We'll have it linked in the description below. We thank God Almighty for giving us breath, for giving us life, and giving us a brain to think, to question, and to find truth that you can only find through Christ who has given us life, liberty, and salvation. We will see you here Wednesday. This is Common Sense Christianity. Hey, y'all. I wanted to add this to the episode today. Uh, last week, a really good friend of mine had a stroke and is in the hospital. Uh, he looks like he's going to do fine, but I wanted you guys to, to just give a prayer for him. I usually don't ask this of y'all. But it would mean a lot to me, his family, and him in person. I will not say his name for his own privacy. But please keep him in prayers and remember that God is always good. I'm going to say a prayer for him right now. Uh, Lord, be with uh, my friend uh, as he goes through this struggling time in his life. He's only 16 years old, Lord. Uh, just be with him uh, right now and heal him. Help the doctors do the right things as he has been through heart surgery to replace the valve. And Lord, we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Lord, help us have faith in you. Help us never be afraid and always trust in you. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. We will see you here next time. This is Common Sense Christianity.